0: Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. It's 409 here at the station, 83 degrees, hot and hazy outside. Uh, we were supposed to have Tommy Marquez on uh, for t- another Tuesday with Tommy's. I know he was out last week, uh, but we we're going to get back to it today. But he's having some sort of. Uh, Medical issue where uh, he was in a waiting room. He said if he was still in the waiting room, he would uh, get on with us. But uh, I guess he was called into the doctors. And our thoughts and prayers go out to him for whatever issue he's dealing with. In the meantime, we're just going to go on with the show here. We have uh, Joe from Hazleton on assistance programs. Joe.
1: Oh, thanks, Rob. Uh, About two weeks ago, I believe it was on a Monday, you talked about a program, assistance program, Concerning water and sewer bills, would you still have that information available?
0: Uh, I'm sure I can dig it up. And uh, do you follow me on social media? Yes, yes. Okay, if you follow me on social media, I'll dig it up and I'll post it again on social media.
1: Uh, okay. Well, I'm sorry, I, I don't have access to a computer right now. My son has one, but you could mention it on the air. Um.
0: I'll I'll do some research during one of the breaks and see if I can pull up the program's name. But I'm sure if you just called your county and asked them about a sewage and water uh, initiative. But uh, I'll look and see if I can dig back and see uh, exactly what the name of the program was, and I'll say it on the air.
1: Okay, I give you ten, and I'll call the uh, county's. County assistance
0: officer? Yeah, I would call the county oh. assistance office or just the county in general and say, you heard about this water and sewage assistance program on the radio and can they direct you okay. in the right place? But if not, I'll try and find okay. up the place. Uh, I'll try and find the name of the program and say it again. Thank you very much. No problem, Joe. you a great night. Uh, Gotten a lot of text messages in, uh, as we suspect. Um, and you can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. Um... You know, somebody said Republicans have proposed multiple plans to fix Social Security. Democrats then scream we're pushing old ladies off clips while we're, they do nothing. Yeah, it's exactly what's happening. And if that goes right into the second question, uh, second statement I have or text message I have here. Get Dan Muser on and find out why he's not doing anything on Social Security. Well, you call Dan Muser. He's your representative, uh, your senator, your representative just as much as he is mine. So uh, you call him and ask him. But I'll tell you why he's not, because if he comes out with the plan to fix Social Security, he'll be the next poster child, like the representative from Florida, who uh, they'll be saying wants to cancel Social Security, wants to kill old people, wants to stop funding our veterans and wants, you know, the the same old things that comes out. Uh, So that's pretty much why he... uh, he doesn't come out and say anything about Social Security because anyone who does is demonized immediately. And again, the program needs to be fixed. We should be applauding anyone who comes out trying to fix these programs to help the people that that do use them, do need them. Uh, somebody ex-tested in stop the politicians from robbing the Social Security fund. Uh, if you recall, I had a whole special on that. A whole, I think I did a whole hour on it on how the Social Security fund works, how the Medicare fund works. And it, it's basically a legal pyramid scheme. I mean, that's basically what it is. But no one's robbing from it. No one's taking it money from it. What the government does, and they've done this all the way back before Reagan, is there's money put in the Social Security Fund. Now, that money, rather than just sitting in an account doing nothing, they purchase municipal bonds with that money. So... Now, the, the purchase of municipal bonds, that's what they pay for all sorts of programs with. That's how they got your stimulus. That's how they got this. That's where they find money from. you know The Social Security Fund purchases municipal federal bonds, and it gets paid back with interest. Now, the, the term limit on that is sometimes it's 20 years, sometimes it's 15 years, sometimes it's 25 years. So that money is getting paid back in interest to the Social Security Fund. So no one's stealing money. It's actually a wise investment because they are making an interest – on their money, the Social Security money, our money. The problem is, though, when the government is using that money to spend on other projects, they're taking our money that we paid into Social Security, they're handing it to their other hand with a promise that that hand's going to give it back with interest, and they're spending it on all sorts of programs. They're saying, hey, we're the government, we're the good guys, we're doing this for you. We're going to give you this stimulus. We're going to give you this money. We're going to do this, uh, you know— cars for cash. We're going to do these these types of programs. And then when it, that 25 years is up, when that 20 years is up, the government holds their hand out again. And us, we have to pay that money back with interest so they can hand it back to the other hand where the social security money was. So we're paying twice. They are double dipping us for the social security funds. And this is their big windfall of cash. Now, no one's stealing it. It's actually being paid back with interest. But we are the ones paying for both. We are paying for the Social Security payments into Social Security, and we are paying to return those funds with interest back to Social Security. It's a good scam the government has, don't they? Um, somebody said Obamacare is great. Health insurance is much better since Obamacare. Preventative care is a huge benefit. I get all my screenings without paying anything out of pocket before Obamacare. I paid everything for screenings. Obamacare actually covers you. I'm not having the same experience. I pay for my insurance. And like I said, my insurance went from $379 a month to $1,400 a month to where it was unsustainable. Um, I don't qualify for that. I don't know if you qualify for it and you're getting it free. Great. If you're paying a little bit into it, because of your income level, hey, great. But it's not working for everyone. It's working for you. It's working for people in your criteria, but it's not working for everyone. Because I just explained a personal one, and here's another one. You know, uh, Joe from Tripspark. I feel your pain, Rob. Close to $800 a month for insurance for just me and my son, and that's the middle tier with a high deductible. See, people are paying more. So, yes. For you to get that good insurance that you say is great for preventative care and you don't have to pay anything out of pocket? Well, other people are paying more for that. That's how these things work. That's how, uh, you know, someone's paying. Someone's paying. So um, Rob, Mike from uh, Plains, the water assistance program is called LIWAP, L-I-W-A. H A P for low income. So I hope the, the caller gets that. Yes, Rob, correction. I'm sorry, I meant treasury bonds, not municipal bonds. I, I apologize for that. Yes, the Social Security funds, Treasury bonds, they, they they pay for treasury bonds, not municipal bonds. Municipal bonds are local, treasury bonds are federal. So uh my my bed there. Thank you for the texter for pointing that out. I was just trying to explain that that no one is uh is doing the money. And so, again, the text message callback. Dan Muser is on WLIK every election, stating he will not cut Social Security. WLIK gives him a platform, so WLIK should hold him accountable for the list. Has he been on my show? You're texting my show, right? Are we in agreement there? Has he been on my show? Has he said those things on my show? And yes, I'm telling you, the majority of politicians... You find a Democrat that says they're going to cut Social Security. And no one wants to cut Social Security. They want to fix it. Fixing it and cutting it are two different things. There are ways to fix it without cutting it. Cutting it is a scare tactic used by Democrats. No one wants to cut Social Security, even though it's a horrible program. It was never meant to be lifelong. It was meant to be a temporary fix for a decade or two. And we've become dependent on it. And it it is part of our society now. I get that. It can be fixed. Like I said, if you're making, it used to be $168,000. Now I think it's $172,000. Once you make more than $172,000, you stop paying into Social Security. Well, why? Well, I get the reasoning. Because you're never going to draw off Social Security because you're wealthy. You're making over $172,000. But that also funds the imbalance in the system now. Like I said, Social Security, since its inception, has always been a triangle. The base on the bottom supporting the more narrow collectors on top. Social Security now, today, is a rectangle. It's unsustainable. You have the same, if not more, people on Social Security than are paying into it. It needs to be corrected. That's not a cut. Now, finding fraud, finding where people are aren't truly 100% disabled, people who have never worked in getting Social Security disability, there's differences there, and that needs to be strengthened. I've seen Social Security fraud myself. I've seen Medicare fraud myself. I've seen food stamps fraud, and we're going to get into that, I think, later in the show when it comes to something else. But anyone who tells you that all they can do is do nothing about it is lying. And unless you're willing to call them out on that, stop pointing fingers at your Dan Muser. Stop pointing fingers at, you know, anyone here. They're all cowards if they don't choose to fix this program, if they don't choose to come forward. And I applaud any politician who says we need to fix this program because they've already told us 10 to 12 years it's being cut by 25 to 30 percent. Is that not a red flag enough for everyone? Is that enough? not a red flag? The next time a Democrat or a Republican says, I refuse to cut Social Security, well, then you're a liar. That's your answer. Then you're a liar because it needs to be fixed. Or it, maybe they're not lying because, no one, like I said, no one plans to cut it, but it needs to be fixed. Fixing it is not cutting it. Fixing it is readjusting the way it's done. And I don't have all the answers there, and I'm not elected or paid to have all the answers there. I just threw out a couple of situations where it would fix the problem. And anyone who doesn't admit that is lying to themselves. 420 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. And good afternoon, Rob. Thank this you. traffic update is
2: brought to you by Penn Data Internet. There was an accident on 81 northbound around Dixon City. Things are dipping below the speed limit starting around the Dunmore area. But it seems that like they're moving. The- Traffic in that area is moving a heck of a lot better right now than it was a few moments ago. We also have an accident out on 80 West around Nescapet cunningham that has things backed up. That might b- delay you just a bit. Very heavy traffic on North River Street and Wilkesbury around Hollenbeck Cemetery as well. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic.
0: Thank you Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from chief meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Today, hazy sunshine with an isolated shower, high 87. Tonight, partly cloudy with seasonal temperatures, low 65. Wednesday, warm and mostly sunny, high 85. Thursday, hot and humid with some pop-up afternoon storms, high 87. Friday, scattered showers and storms, high 85. It's currently 83 degrees with that uh Smoky haze outside at 421 at your official weather station, W.I.L.K. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on W.I.L.K. News Radio. It's 425, 83 degrees here. You can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. Uh, before we move on, let's go to Cat uh, from Archibald on Trump. Cat.
3: Hi. Yeah. Today, um... They had, they had uh, information that he got uh, notice on Sunday to go to court on Thursday for a grand jury on the January 6th probe. And what is going on is so ridiculous. I mean, you know, it's one thing no one is above the law, but nobody should be a target of the law and acting under the color of law in order to de- de- deprive someone of their rights. It's an abusive process. It's an abuse of power. You know, the bedrock of our country becomes a lie when they target people and deprive them of their rights, using this process to abuse them and their power to inflict you know, charges against them to harass them. Like in, like Putin, you know, in Russia, who jails or poisons them. Anyone who dissents from Putin's rule. Or like George Orwell said, it's a boot stomping on a face forever. You know, Trump's under arrest all the time. He's like a perpetual defendant. I find this really unnerving. You know, there is a book out there. Um, This guy is an FBI whistleblower. His name is Steve Friend. Steve Friend wrote a book called True Blue. And it it is um, his his journey from beat cop to suspended FBI whistleblower. Because he testified in Congress. They booted him out of the FBI. You know, this This is how they do things. You know, in this world today, we are seeing such, you know, such bad, bad ways that this Democrat administration is using laws against people, not allowing them to have any freedom. They're taking away our freedoms, whether you be Democrat or Republican. What they do to the Republicans today, they'll be doing to the Democrats tomorrow. But I don't think the Democrats see it that way.
0: Well, they never have the foresight for that. And 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 then we talked about this at the beginning of Showcat and uh, about that that four days to testify in a grand jury is unusual. Right. The, the, the subject letter, the target letter, is not. We kind of knew this was coming. Um, you know, it was a, even the legal experts say it's a stretch to charge this him in this case. They thought the. The Georgia case was a little more substantial than this, but they—they—they they, they, looks like they're going to charge him nonetheless. But to only give him four days to uh, to testify before the right. grand jury is just odd in in this situation, which is why I think that we'll we'll get an indictment by late next week.
1: Yes,
3: but you see, it is—it's like George Orwell said, stop, It's a boot stomping on a face forever." He's always under arrest. Like what Putin does to his his opposition, which, you know, Trump is the opposition to Biden. You know, and Steve Friend's book, I think, will be helpful. True Blue is the name of it. Mm-hmm. And, of um, it. Yeah, and Miranda Devine is the one that wrote the foreword to it. And she's the one that did that laptop from hell. I'm friends with Miranda Devine
0: so we keep in contact often.
3: Yeah, we read the forward to it. She wrote it. I think that's wonderful. And I keep on keep on letting the news out there because this is awful what has been going on in our country. The bedrock of our country is becoming based in lies. And it can't be. It's not allowed to be. Not with the military. Not with the, with the police,
0: you know, you can't have this. I appreciate it, Kat. Thanks for the call today. Praise the Lord. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's right. And and we have to get back to a blind justice system. And I, and I don't think we have that right now. I, I think, you know, people talk about a two tier justice system and it's being weaponized. I'm sorry. It is. Um, and we need to get back to that, that level of fair and impartial justice and, it's you have you have the whistleblowers from inside. You have people from inside it just saying it's it's not the same. You have our inner cities just ignoring crimes um, for whatever, for whatever agenda they want to say. They're more diverse to say they're more accepting now. No, the crimes are happening. The people are still getting victimized, uh, you know, and it's hurting the same people they claim to be trying to help. And uh, it just it it it. It um, disenfranchises the people of these cities. It disenfranchises you or I who who want to believe in this system called government, and they make it harder and harder each day. It's uh, 4.31 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell show. It's a song called "Stand" by a local, art, local artist Nate Hosey. It's 3:36 uh, here at the station. It's the point in the show where we honor our police officers across the nation who made the ultimate sacrifice. 86 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day three from here in Pennsylvania. I'm going to start off with correction officer Christopher David Mules, Luzerne County Correctional Facility in July 18th, 2016. Officer Mules died after he and an inmate fell down an elevator shaft during a struggle inside the Luzerne County Correctional Facility. The inmate, who was in jail for failing to register as a sex offender, attacked the officer. The two crashed through an elevator door and fell several floors to the bottom of the elevator shaft where the officer was transported to a local hospital where he's pronounced dead. The inmate also died as a result of the fall. Game protector John B. Ross, Pennsylvania Game Commission, Pennsylvania, 1942, drowned when his boat capsized while attempting to rescue citizens of Port Allegheny during a severe flooding of the Allegheny River. And Private Charles Lester Stewart, Pennsylvania State Police in 1930, was shot and killed during a sting operation against Black Hand Society after a blackmail threat, $10,000, was placed in a decoy box. Private Stewart approached a passerby for questioning. The stranger pulled a gun and fired three shots at him. He was unable to return fire. He was able to c- return fire, killing the suspect. So those are our three from Pennsylvania that we honor and recognize today. Let's go to the phone again. You can call or text at five seven zero Let's go to uh, Wayne from Aynan on whistleblowers. Wayne. How
4: are you doing, sir? It's a beautiful day in Northeast PA.
0: Yes, it is, isn't it?
4: <laughs> yes, it is. My question is on the whistleblowers, okay, that they, they filed the charges against the one uh, which sounds so crazy. I mean, the gentleman, uh, he's not even on any boards that are involved in uh, selling arms to anybody. He's not a congressman. He's not a senator. He he has no power to be able to, he's not even belongs of a company, okay, that sells weapons or anything like that. So how are they allowed to be able to file charges, weapons charges, sell weapons charges against them, okay, and then not registering as a, uh, a foreign agent far yeah the far agent
0: i i think the registering as a foreign agent is stretch i i think they're manipulating his history uh, as far as what he's done and hasn't done as far as international business dealings but that'll right. all come out you know if he's ever in custody that'll all come out there what's more so is as they tried to de- des- discredit him he's only one you had the irs agent the supervisory irs agent who testified basically to a lot of the same things and there's they were separate whistleblowers but now you have an FBI special agent in charge coming out and corroborating a lot of what the IRS agent has said supervisory right. agent so that's more damaging to them but of course they come out and try and discredit all these whistleblowers but i think the only one that they could point pictures cuz because the guy's not here he he's he's outside of the country he's not going to come back here he's he says he's hiding for his safety because the very people the FBI that he reported these right. things to right. are now trying to track him down to arrest him, and uh, that concerns him. So they can say what they want as long as he's not in custody. They can make all the allegations they want. Uh, we'll see what happens when it comes down the road. Right.
4: Yep. Do you think he's going to return?
0: I don't know. Uh, we'll see what kind of protections he gets to testify for that. that that'll that have nothing to do with what they're accusing him of, but it'll give him the protections to testify as he wants.
4: Right. I agree. Okay. So that's all that's I was curious about is, you know how, but how could they file charges against him as far as selling arms go? I well, just don't understand that.
0: The government has proven they could do whatever they want when they want, could, haven't they, Wayne? Oh, I
4: mean, yes, <laughs> they have.
0: Yeah, that's the sad part. You know,
4: I mean, where's this nation gone? You know, that's a, we have it no more. It, it just isn't here anymore. Well, where's the fighting. nation we used to use?
0: And we're fighting to get I to back, Wayne. Yeah. I, I appreciate your call. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. You too. It's 4:41 here at WILK. We're fighting for good traffic here. <laughs> good <Station>. luck. <laughs> uh,
2: this traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. We see slowing on 81 southbound in the Scranton area, and just before the Wilkesbury Bear Creek exit, you'll be dipping below the speed limit. Heading northbound on 81 at Waverly, you you can expect it. Speeds to dip uh, right around 30 miles per hour as you go through construction as well. Out in the New Milford area, also on 81 northbound, construction is causing delays. As it is on North River Street in Wilkesbury, Pierce Street to West Chestnut Street is all jammed up, and we are seeing some heavy traffic on North Main in Pittston. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570 883 7269. Nikki Stone. WILK traffic.
0: Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Today, hazy sunshine with an isolated shower, maybe, high 87. Tonight, partly cloudy with seasonal temperatures, low 65. Wednesday, warm and mostly sunny, high 85. Thursday, hot and humid with some pop up afternoon storms, high 87. Friday, scattered showers and storms high 85. It's currently 82 degrees with that smoky haze outside, that orange alert, so be careful out there at 442 here at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 446, 82 degrees. Uh, it's good news for Pennsylvania if you either have or plan to have a 529 plan as Pennsylvania slashes fees on educational savings plans. It's uh, good news for anyone there, the 529 IP plans, they're called. Uh, recently slashed fees in the state's education savings program could save taxpayers more than half a million dollars over the next year. Treasurer Stacy Garrity said the 1.25 basis point reduction will impact 2, 286,000 accounts enrolled in the state's 529 investment plan, netting of $579,000 in savings. Cutting these fees help Pennsylvania families, the treasurer said. I'm dedicated to making sure everyone saving with a five PA 529 is affordable, effective options to meet their educational savings goals. The state's 529 IP plans allow for families to invest in their children's education without the same taxes and penalties seen with many traditional investments and savings plans. While their initial purpose was to cover tuition and expenses for college, trade schools, and other post-secondary education, today's funds can also be directed towards private K-12 expenses. The reduction means that fees will now range from 0.1925 to 0.2925 percent. While families invested in the program have saved $6.9 for future education expenses, they only represent a small fraction of the over 2.5 million Pennsylvanians under the age of 18. Today's workforce needs a highly skilled people, which requires training, added the secretary, nodding towards efforts by the state to recruit more students into higher education and ultimately dwindling the pool of skilled laborers across the state. It's a good uh it's a good move for us. Like I said anyone who has a 529 plan, my kids are all past that. I do not have one, but uh it's going to save the 286,000 people who do have one of these accounts, you know, over a half a million dollars in savings. So that's great news for the taxpayer, it's great news for a process. Anytime the money is more direct that you're saving to you to benefit you and your family's needs as far as education goes is a good thing. So I I just wanted to put that out there. So if you have a 529, you should expect to start experiencing those savings. Let's go to the phones now. We have uh, Dave comes from Kingston on Social Security and Trump. How did I know you were going to talk about Trump today, Dave?
1: Oh, because it's in the news, Rob. Uh, But thank you for taking my call. Yes. So, yeah, Thank you for taking my call. So, yes. First of all, Social Security, we need to raise the cap. OK, if we can give an estate tax cut to the less than one percent of the richest Americans, we could raise the Social Security cap. You know, you called it a horrible program. People should look at how many people, how many seniors are kept out of being homeless, kept out of being starving, being able to buy food. No,
0: they, okay? they, I, I called I called the development of it horrible. It's a pyramid scheme.
1: Okay, well, you you, people pay taxes to benefit all society. So that's what that is. And then when it comes to like the disabled, first of all, every three or so years, people on uh, social security disability are reevaluated and many when they are reevaluated, get kicked off. Yes. There's people cheating the system and they usually get kicked off,
0: okay? Dave. Dave, I did these investigations. They usually don't get kicked off. They usually game the system. And I, I have a dozen text messages from when I started talking about this. We we all and and I understand it's not the majority, but we You're all right. we all know somebody who lives yeah. around us or lives near us or a family member that has the social security disability they have side gigs that they're doing and every time one of those 3 year evaluations come up all of a sudden they're walking with the cane again they got the walker their hands in a sling you know we we all see Anyone and again that's Anyone just listening anecdotal right now evidence, sees that anecdotal evidence
1: which is not the, the vast majority anecdotal evidence is just that But, uh, you know so you know a- one thing though maybe like you're, can... you're
0: saying that's not true you're not saying no. I'm th- saying it doesn't like
1: qualify the vast majority of people on on those programs. But it's a vast but, majority
0: uh, of the fraud can, in in can, in conjunction with those programs. Yes,
1: I did say there was fraud. Okay. I didn't say there was no fraud, but it benefits more people than uh, it costs. But uh, also, maybe if we didn't spend, which the Republicans now want to do in the House, spend nine hundred billion dollars on defense spending when we spend more on defense spending in the next like 22 countries. Okay, you worked do that in? did
0: you bring that in to give a dig at the military or did you bring that in to give a dig at no, social security because I just don't it has nothing to do with uh, social no, security.
1: Well we could afford social programs more if we weren't spending, you know, 8 trillion more than what even I mean 8 billion dollars more than what the Pentagon even asked for.
0: They're totally different but, uh, they're totally different pots Dave. One yeah, has nothing to do right, with the other. But, some of that money could go to help social programs. But when it comes to Trump,
1: I just want to say that when it comes to that Biden whistleblower, Interpol is actually, Interpol is actually looking for him at the drug running. Uh, the, the American want him for uh, lying about being a Chinese agent who works for a Chinese think tank who wrote a book about destroying the U.S. dollar and getting, you know, and they having uh, China's currency you take know, over.
0: I know, uh, I, I think I knew someone who did some business like that, very similar with China and, and Ukraine. Uh, right, the and name, yeah, and the Hunter name, paid Wait, wait, wait. The name, the name, no, 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 he didn't pay. Somebody paid, a benefactor paid that penalty for him, Dave. Okay. No, you're saying that's not true.
1: I'm saying that he was charged with it and had to pay the penalty for that. But uh, a benefactor,
0: Dave, a benefactor, a donor to Hunter Biden paid that penalty.
1: Well, main donors are paying for Trump's lawyers right now, which, by the way. So that makes it OK. Know, Trump, so
0: that makes it OK, then. No,
1: I know. Uh, Hunter Biden definitely gets benefits for being the president and, and vice president and a senator. son. just like the vast majority of people in governments, their children and family get benefits from being connected. Yes, he does. I agree, but uh, so but when it comes to Trump, Rob, first of all, maybe Trump's constantly being indicted because he's a criminal. Okay, we have the Georgia tapes. Okay, when it comes okay, to hey, January sixth, so,
0: so wait, wait, you're saying things that are alleged right now. You're saying he's getting indicted yes, because he's a, because he's a criminal. He is. He. he, he, he you, have no ba- you, you have no basis for that statement whatsoever. Now, if you don't well, like him, that's fine. He's been cleared of everything that's been thrown at him.
1: Right, but in the Georgia case, we have a... Which Dave there's of not even an
0: indictment. There's not even an indictment yet, Dave. I know you not want yet. one. I, I know you want one, and I've said here okay. that one's but probable.
1: The, right, but the, when, when it comes to the Jan N six, an indictment is coming, and we know he planned that. Okay, we have John Eastman's uh, comments. We have uh, Mark Meadows, his chief of staff, who probably turned state evidence. We had Steve Bannon make comments on, uh, recorded comments when he met with like donors from China, I believe, saying that Trump is going to do this no matter what. We have the fake electors, okay? We have Chuck Grassley on January 5th saying that he was on law, uh, read the, the votes and stopped it because he was Senator pro tempore, and the only way that happens is if it Mike Pence is out of the building.
0: So there's okay, wait, a wait, lot wait. of evidence D- that this was planned. I, I understand, Dave. Uh, I understand. How long has the special prosecutor been investigating this?
1: Uh, I don't know. What? It's been like a year and a half? Okay. I mean, there's a lot of year, people to talk to. A
0: year and a half, and they've looked at all this confidential thing, and they're just getting around to indicting it now. You seem, yes, to, have all, you, you seems, you seem to have all the evidence in this past 30 seconds enough to indict.
1: Right. So I do want to say, oh, so this is going to Democrats going after Trump. I think Trump. we could comfortably you know, say
0: it's, it's, it's not as overwhelming as you think it is.
1: Do you know Trump investigated the Clinton Foundation throughout his time in office, and they found nothing? We also have the Durham Report, which is an investigation into uh, Biden who he's going to be running against, most likely, and the ex-president Obama. And the Durham investigation turned up nothing. Yeah, okay? and, 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 so Robert, I mean, and
0: Robert F. Kennedy is accusing the Biden administration from hiding the grassy <laughs> knoll. I mean, we can go through this, Dave, but it's, it's Robert ridiculous. Robert Kennedy is a nutcase. He's a nutcase. I agree. Yeah, but, Robert uh, F. Kennedy... <laughs> I mean who's supposed to
1: buy in debate? I mean you talked about this yesterday. Well, who's buying supposed to debate? Robert F. Kennedy who's a nutcase or Marianne Williamson who's basically on a book tour which is why most of her staff quit. I she mean was on the debate who's stage, there actually?
0: Dave, she was on the debate stage in 2016. Yeah, and I think she got less more than what uh, she got, uh, more, she got right? more than our vice president. Yes, that's true. Yeah. I don't.
1: I'm not a fan of Kamala. She has basically done nothing.
0: All right, Dave. We're gonna to have to leave it at that. Thank you for the call today. Yep. Have a good night. You too. Bye bye. It's the Rob O'Donnell Show on Wilk News Radio. We'll be back. Oh, the text messages are going off now. <laughs> it's four fifty nine here at Wilk. The Rob O'Donnell Show. I appreciate all you guys' texts and uh, texts and uh, comments here. I can't really go through them all. We don't. We don't. Uh, I don't think I can go through the, the details of them there, but um, listen, call or text at five seven zero eight eight three zero zero nine eight, and we'll have that discussion. Yeah, um, I'm just reading through the text messages here. Russian collusion hoax, the corrupted agencies, free speech violations, all election manipulation. When you force someone to fight, they fight. That's what happens here in America. We'll be back after these messages.